Hi guys, welcome to My Opinion and another episode of Women for Women Wednesday. I am so excited to be joined today by Lucy Liu. Lucy, thank you so much for joining me. Oh my gosh, I am so absolutely honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So Lucy, how I always love to start the show off is just you kind of telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you got to where you are right now. Do we have like a a whole day? (laughs) (laughs) No, we all have stories, but. Yeah, we all have stories. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, so I am a certified life coach. Um, I also do business coaching because a lot of my clients, they come for me for life coaching, but it turns out what they actually want to do is to actually realize their dream and maybe start a business. So I help these women who are in such life transitions to beat overwhelm, see clarity, reach new goals and live a happier life. And the word I love to use is to thrive Mm -hmm. because living and surviving is the basics, especially in 2020, we are trying to survive, but really I want to help my clients feel that their life is purposeful, fulfilling and thriving because I personally transformed my own life from feeling overstressed, unhappy and unhealthy at one point to now living the life that I'm designing. So I love to help women make that kind of life-changing transformations. So that's what I do. That's amazing. So what, and I, I love to help women in a similar way, but I know we're similar and different. We're both coaches and I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think for me personally, I was surviving a lot in my life and my life really changed when I started thriving. And so I, I love that I'm, I'm the same way. Um, what was the turning point for you? What was going on in your life where you felt like you were surviving and then you made the personal, you know, transformation to thriving because now you teach this and inspire this in other women. So what was, what was that turning point for you? You know, to be honest, a lot of times we're always waiting for that big catastrophic or epiphany point in life where, Mm -hmm. you know, you can later be interviewed and say, what was the turning point in your life? And Mm -hmm. for me, it was more like, I really never experienced a specific moment where I picked up an epiphany and my life was just completely transformed. But for me, it was more of an awareness of the smallest aha moments in life that actually added up to big things. So I think we don't really have to be waiting or chasing something big, but I always say that I believe we are the CEO of our life. A CEO sets the strategy and vision for a cooperation, mm-hmm. and it is up to each of us to set the strategy and vision for our own lives. So I believe that we are the CEO of our life. And when you feel like you are that phone that's like stuck, you have the power to reboot it anytime you want to. We don't have to wait until the new year. You don't have to wait until something's happening in your life. You know, a lot of people like, you know, they get sick or Mm -hmm. get laid off and they get to this point when they just can no longer take what was bothering them. And I really hope it's my hope that 
you don't ever have to reach that point. It's my hope that you have the confidence to truly believe that you have the power to control your life and design your life in ways that you enjoy the transition. And when you start with that awareness, you know, you don't have to wait until it boils into, say, burnout or, you know, anxiety that, that builds so strong. But you have the power to start and reset and reboot yourself mm-hmm. anytime. Mm-hmm. I love that because I have so many people on the show or on my Instagram lives or just that I connect with, or even, even my personal story um, where, you know, a real turning, I've had a couple turning points in my life, losing my brother, which that's a pretty common story. People know that follow me was really a a big thing for me and really changed my life. Um, But you know, I think we forget that it doesn't have to be this significant thing, you know, where we get diagnosed with um, cancer, we lose a loved one, we lose our, you know, corporate job we've had for 20 years. We've, yes, those things can definitely impact us. But I love what you said, like, it doesn't have to come to that. We can start to pick up these little things like, you know what, I'm not loving what I'm doing. I'm not passionate. I'm not jumping out of bed ready for the day. Not that that happens every day. I get that. But, you know, noticing these day-to-day things, like we, we're intuitive. We know if something's off, like start to recognize those things. So I really love that you said that because I think a lot of us are really waiting for, you know, these stories. Oh, I, I identify with that. That's happened to me. Okay. Now it's time for me to make a change. No, like tune in, look at what's going on and look for those signs because they're all around. So I love that you said that, that there wasn't just this one big thing. It was all these little things that inspired you to that point. Absolutely. Because a lot of these self-limiting beliefs will hinder you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We hear all these amazing stories or maybe, you know, public figures who you look up to, they all have amazing stories. And if you start comparing, you're going to be like, well, I didn't go through that. I don't have such an amazing story. No, everyone has amazing stories to tell. You have amazing stories. You're amazing. You're incredible. You're remarkable. You know, if you start looking, you know, if you start journaling out your turning points, you know, whether no matter how small they are, journal your wins, you're going to start seeing more wins and seeing how far you've accomplished because your accomplishments won't speak up for themselves unless you do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I know that's something that I had to learn uh, kind of the hard way because I was always focusing on the lack and the things that, you know, I hadn't accomplished yet or I still wanted to accomplish. And the, the second I started to shift and say, okay, well, look at all these things. And I think we're all guilty of this. This is an actionable thing we have to do all the time. But, you know, I will stop and pause now and go, well, look at all these things I have done. I can do this. You know, it's a a mindset set, like shift completely. And I, again, love that you said that. And one of the things I really loved about you and, you know, getting to know you a little bit, uh, Lucy, is the focus on confidence, because a lot of my listeners focus on confidence because we talk about leadership a lot on the podcast, talk to a lot of boss ladies on here and, 
you know, it, what's interesting to me is working with a lot of leaders or women who are trying to move into leadership sometimes struggle with confidence. And this is something you focus on. So tell me a little bit about confidence, building confidence, and how you work with, with women on this. Oh, wow. We'll have to go back to my younger age self, Lucy Liu. Yeah. So obviously my name is Lucy Liu, right? Yeah. And there <laughs> is already someone who is so famous by that name. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, I grew up thinking, oh my gosh, I just knew you would not see another famous Julia Robert, Angelina Jolie, or Beyonce out there, right? It's just, it just doesn't happen because they are amazing. And I can't even hate her because I love her. She's, I know <laughs> Lucy Liu is talented. She's an actress. She's an artist. She's, you know, a director. So true story, I am in Los Angeles being so close to Hollywood. I took lessons and signed with a casting agency when I was very young, probably back in middle school. But every single time I went to an audition, the casting director would like run out very excitedly. They're like, Oh, my God, Lucy Lou's on my list. And then when they see me, they would be like, they make it so apparent, like they're so disappointed, like, Oh, not the Lucy Lou. So I went to many, many auditions and never got a single role. Wow. So, yeah, uh, well, I stopped going because I no longer wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. But mm -hmm. hey, I think now, you know, if I look back onto my life, I feel like that really helped me practice my confidence. Mm -hmm. It was getting crushed like every single time and actually picking myself back up. Mm -hmm. So confidence takes practice. I always say that if you need confidence in a certain area, do it more, right? Yeah. I know so many public speakers. They are professional speakers now, but once upon a time, they were afraid to speak. So you, there's two, there's two different ways to look at confidence, right? One is the technical part. If you want to get good at something, for example, you want to get good at podcasting, okay, you can talk to Maya, you get better, you get technical with it, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and then if you want to have self-confidence, that is completely up to you, okay? Mm -hmm. If it's about self-esteem, self-image, self-confidence, who, who can help you? Yourself. What you do, you choose to be confident. It's a choice. That's where you begin is making that confident choice. Okay. So when I started my coaching business, same thing. Um, I, I was like thinking of a name for my coaching business for mm -hmm. like three months and I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing but think of a name for my business. Okay. And I know a lot of women fall into this hole of mm -hmm. just thinking but the day I was like what am I doing you know I need that confident version of Lucy to come out so mm -hmm. that's when I just I'm like I'm just I'm gonna call it Lucy Lou coaching I'm just gonna register LLC Lucy Lou LLC yeah. okay so that's my confidence and the moment my confidence came out guess what my my early clients came to me like oh Lucy you're so confident I want to be like you that's amazing right mm -hmm. that's that's it's a choice, right? Yeah. And 
Another limiting belief I had all my life, besides my name, is that my English isn't good enough because I'm I immigrated here to America when I was in elementary school. Yes. Even though I graduated、um, from UCLA, even though I, you know, you know, I've been here for ages, but.、Mm-hmm. I still there's still that little limiting belief inside of me that my English isn't good enough. That so, is so I wild. To- I would never, ever <laughs> I would never know that. So I appreciate you sharing that with me and my listeners because that's wild, Lucy. Like I would never know that. See, we that's that's the whole point of limiting beliefs. Yeah, it's something that you hold on to so dearly that、mm-hmm. you think is the truth, but. It's not the truth, right? So I decided to shatter both of these limiting beliefs that I hold on to all my life, and that's why I also launched my own podcast and just calling it the Lucy Lou Show. Yes, right. I am unique. I am somebody, and even if I just help the life of one listener, I have done a contribution to a better world. I'm not gonna care about if I'm not the Lucy Liu or not. I'm not gonna care if my English is perfect or not. You know, my grammar could be wrong at times, but that that's not the point. I, I, I want to make a difference, and that has nothing to do with what I want to do and what I'm capable of doing.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you're kind of bringing up a topic that I just did a podcast on because I find these two things to go hand in hand: the confidence and something that I I didn't realize. I said it one time, and I didn't realize it was actually a term. And it's perfection paralysis. And I just released a podcast about this, and I find that especially women. I'm sure it happens to men too, but. We, you said it took you three months. You sat there with a name. You're just like, what am I going to call this? What am I going to call this? We sit on things because we want to perfect them, and it doesn't have to be perfect. And I love that you said, like, my grammar doesn't have to be perfect. This doesn't have to be perfect. Like, my confidence has to be there. I need to be confident in myself. And I have done episodes on confidence alone because it kind of goes hand in hand with the perfection paralysis. And if you are sitting in this moment, like your three months, I mean, I love your podcast. I love the name. I love your brand, and I love what you stand for. And it's interesting because once you stood for yourself, stood for your confidence, and now you're telling your story, it attracted. What you wanted, your clients, your business. But when we sit in that perfection kind of paralysis and thinking we have to fix all these things that someone like myself on the outside wouldn't even know is going on, and it's not really even there, we limit ourselves and we fail before we even try. Absolutely, and、um, one of the things that I teach my client is to add an X in front of the perfectionist.、Mm-hmm. I I always say I'm an X perfectionist. I love so it. So the moment you add that X, you're taking yourself away from that. Okay, I love I, it. I I am no longer that version, and I'm just gonna be who I want to be, and I'm just gonna move forward with it. And the same thing goes with any other role that you want to leave in your life. I highly recommend you to just start saying, "I'm the X blank." I love that. I love. That. <laughs> It works wonders. 
I love that. I love, I love this. I feel like I'm learning something. I need to be writing down the ex perfectionist. I I'm actually jotting it down as we're talking right now <laughs> because I am, well, I've, you know, I've been saying I'm a recovering perfectionist, but what's interesting is I'm, I am an ex perfectionist now because I don't care if my podcast, you know, sometimes it goes out and it's not completely perfect. And you know what? I'm cool with that because the content is what matters. Bringing people like yourself on the show is what matters. Bringing information to women to inspire them is what matters. You know, every single class that I teach, you know, I'm not perfect every single time, but I'm helping people and that's what matters. And so, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm recovering anymore. I think I'm an ex perfectionist, Lucy. So thank you. I learned something today. That's, that's some good mindset work though. Seriously. It really is. Mindset is everything. Oh my God. Everything. So once you start choosing self-confidence, that's you, you're choosing positivity, Mm -hmm. right? I'm choosing positivity. Like, oh boy, 2020 started with Kobe, right? I always say I'm an unshakable optimist, but Mm -hmm. I was shaken. I was really shaken. I took the whole day off. But what I was telling myself is, yes, I'm I'm feeling down, but that's not the me. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to give yourself grace and, you know, notice those emotions. But because you know, that's not the version of you that you choose to be. It's so much faster to get yourself back to the normal version of you, which is more positive and more confident. I love that. Yes, you're making a choice. And you know what I love about what you just shared with your when you knew about COVID and you kind of just shut down for the day. It doesn't mean that you can't give yourself kind of that like grace, right? Just because you're a confident person, just because you're a positive person, like we all have our moments. And I think that's something that gets really misconstrued when we talk about I talk about this very often, talk about mindset, positivity, all of those things. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm perfect. Lucy, you're perfect every day. And Susie Sunshine, no, we all have our moments. Look at you when you heard about COVID. I think we all had that moment, you know? Um, but it's it's coming back to ourselves and, and pulling ourselves out because you had the tools and the resources and the right mindset to be able to do that already in place. Exactly because life is going to throw you curveballs. And if you're breathing and living, expect those curveballs, right? Things Mm -hmm. won't always go as planned. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the difference is we like you mentioned, we have the tools and we have the faith. Mm -hmm. Like I always have unshakable faith that things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I'll be looking for positive opportunities and outturns. And one of the quotes or mantras that I live by is life goes on. Mm -hmm. So no matter what happens, just believe life goes on and everything will be okay. And even if you're in this dark tunnel, you can't see over the next bend. You have to believe that there is absolutely light at the end of the tunnel. So you just keep going. And And looking for that light. You'll be there. Yes. Yes. You keep going until you see that light around the corner. I love that. I love that. (laughs) So absolutely. And yeah, let me ask you this, Lucy. So a couple things too. I want to go back to something you said earlier about kind of like this two 
two part process of, of confidence that I loved, like the, the kind of technical side and then the personal it's on you, you know, you've got to own it. You've got to be, you know, you've, you've got to want to be confident and you've got to find that within yourself and overcome those, you know, challenges, but own it. But then there's also the technical side. So if you want to do something, you know, you have a coach like you, you have a coach like me for different things. It depends on what you're focusing on. And I find that really fascinating that you've broken it up like that because a light bulb is going off with me because my clients will come to me for either podcasting or, you know, for leadership or or brand strategizing. And, you know, often they'll just be rocking and rolling on their podcast or, you know, their, their brand and, and leading and, you know, excelling in leadership. And they're still struggling a little bit. And so there is that confidence building and I'm communicating the mindset work that they have to take back and do themselves. So I am so enlightened by the way that you've kind of split that up because I can only teach so much. It is the technical side, right? They've got to go back and do the work themselves. Oh, the inner work is so important. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times, like you said, as women, we're kind of always wanting to seek external validation. Yeah. And that's why we have coaches is because you know, you're great at something, but then yeah. you start putting yourself like, yeah. even, even sometimes, you know, you get all pumped up, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I um, <laughs> you know, yes, yes, I can do it all. Give it to me. I'm ready. And then on the other hand, like 10 seconds later, maybe you'll be like starting like, Oh, I'm not so sure, right? We have Mm -hmm. these conflicting beliefs that we have these beliefs, like simultaneously, Mm -hmm. that pull you in different directions. And that's why you have your coach, which is like an eagle eye view looking down like, no, 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 you're going this way. And that's, that's the clarity, right? It's Mm -hmm. the eagle eye view perspective. And that's when women always want to seek external validations. Most of the time, like clients already have the answers. They know it. It's deeply inside of them. I always say your will of wealth, your well of wisdom is already inside of you. Right. But we want to seek that external validation. And I was like, oh, I just wanted to get your okay. Or I wanted to get my husband's okay. Or my friend's okay. My family's okay. Everybody's okay. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Okay. Because your family, your friends, they might not have the same vision and goals as you. So what they think is going to be different than you. Absolutely. And so... I mean, I love this because we really do seek a lot of validation and I see that so much in my clients as well. And I love that we're kind of debunking a little bit of the the coach situation as well, because there's so many coaches out there now, right? And some are wonderful and some, you know, we'll just kind of leave it at that. But, you know, I think coaching is a wonderful thing. And when you find the right coach, it's like anything in life, right? Coach, right? Therapist, whatever you're seeking out, it's just got to be a fit for you. It's a very 
very um, intimate relationship in a sense, but it's also a very objective relationship to your point, because they're your like bird's eye view, eagle eye view, and they're watching you and they're, you know, coaching you along. And I often, you know, explain on podcasts and to my clients too, I'm like, I want you to think about all the greats out there, all these superstars, you know, they all have a coach or a mentor. So why wouldn't you have one as well to give you that objective view and to keep you on the right path? It's really within you already to your point, Lucy, they are, you already know, but you want that validation. And also it's nice to have someone who is much more objective than to your point, like your husband, your kids, your parents, whoever it is, who might be selfish and might want it to go their way instead. So it's nice to have that person that will guide you or really just enlighten you to what is within you and what is meant for you. Absolutely. Yeah. You get to decide how you present yourself. You get to decide how you're going to show up for your life and for your business. And Mm -hmm. you get to decide what kind of game plans you want to play. And I always say this, you know, goal setting and working on realizing what you have in your thoughts is such a fun process. It's got to be like such a fun journey. And that's why I do what I do, because I'm not going to care about, you know, I'm not at the mountain top, right? Because I'm enjoying every flower every little small, you know, wrong turn along the way, maybe even Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just having the time of my life. And that's the beauty of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we lose sight of that. And so I love that you shared that with us today. And I love that you share that with your clients. So I really want you to share with us, what does it look like to work with you, Lucy? What do you offer? And then obviously share where people can find you. What's the easiest way to contact you? Oh, absolutely. Start by tuning into my podcast, The Lucy Lu Show. It's a weekly filling station for your mind, business, and life. I'm very active on Instagram at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U. That's Miss Lucy Lu. Um, It's pretty much the same handle across all social anyways. And you can check out my website for my services at lucylucoaching.com. Wonderful. And I'll include that all in the show notes, of course, as well. And all my posts. So you can find Miss Lucy Lou and definitely listen to her podcast. It's great and super inspiring. And obviously if you need help with confidence and so much more, check it out. Lucy, thank you so much. This has been so much fun today. And I have learned so much because I'll be putting an X next to uh, perfection and perfectionist because I'm no longer recovering. I'm not a perfectionist. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for having me too. Thank you so much, Lucy. And thank you guys so much for listening to Women for Women Wednesday. We'll see you back here next week on My Opinion.